and it could be instantaneous or it could be after sort of around with it weeks or months or that actually happens a lot with me with fanfic because I'll yeah. read fanfic that I'm like yes this is all the elements that I love and then I read it and I'm like oh except for the good writing the writing is not good yeah, and then I stop with, reading it that happens with me with porn yeah yeah this is all those elements I love except you did it totally wrong or it's just added something that uh, Travis is talking about uh Finding some accidental right wing politics in here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shit happens, bro. Yeah. I really, I like enjoy some online erotica. Yeah. Like free and crowdsource and stuff. And mm-hmm. I can take some pretty bad writing with my erotica. You know what I cannot take? What's that? When people don't separate their fucking paragraphs. Damn fucking And it's just right. one oh, long God. mass. Okay. We oh. talk about this. Let's get started because we should talk about this on the podcast. Okay. I think we're just rolling star, baby. Welcome to Hey Ass, but a.k.a. Ari's <laughs> Sleep Deprivation Study. Yeah. It's we're been over 36 it. hours. <laughs> I'm actually dead. She's been dead for 30 years. I've been let's dead see, for 30 years. Let's see if you're crazier after a bottle and a half of wine or after 36, 36 hours. hours of no sleep. <sighs> yeah, this is a, this It's going to be hard for me to judge that because I don't know. What happened when I drank a bottle of half of wine? We'll oh, let the listeners a, be the judge. For All right, when Rod enough. was here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, spoiler alert: <laughs> I drank a bottle and a half of wine. Yeah, I edited out any time Ari talked about being drunk. Yes. to see if people would notice. But now the cat's out of the bag. So the, the it's free. It's free in here. Um. So, what did y'all do today? Uh, we ate lunch. Yeah, yeah. We recorded a podcast. <laughs> we recorded a podcast. <laughs> this is, we're doing a two. Sometimes, occasionally, we do two recordings in one day when we all have, like, time off and yeah. we can, like, dick around and stuff. And that, yeah. that today was one of those days. So we're all pretty tired. We had a nice meeting with a friend of ours. Yeah. Got some things we talked about from the previous episode ironed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about plans for the future. I'm pretty excited about that, yeah. actually. Yeah, the future is real. Yes, it is. The future of Hadcast. And In fact, <clears throat> the future is now. Yeah. The future is now. Comes out, you could totally be, fuck a robot. I feel like we, we could, could fuck a robot, yeah. <laughs> when this episode comes out, we'll be able to fuck a robot. We'll have Hey Ass Butt merch. And... Have you not seen AES in a while? A what? AES. Adult a- Exposition. What is it? Uh... Adult Electronics Showcase, I believe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been able to fuck robots for a while, but soon they'll be able to fuck us back. They can. They can? Yeah. Oh, God. But will they love us? They can be programmed to love you. Oh. But will that matter? What is love? Baby, Baby, don't, don't hurt, hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. Ah. <laughs> yeah, God we're damn it. <laughs> <laughs> me too. But, like, I'm well, I'm not ashamed. I mean, they're only like two, three thousand dollars. It's like sure. It's like it's, it's like a fucking. Oh, car. guys, I've got a great idea. Let's go on a fuck robot. <laughs> oh God, no! Yes. Let's get something androgynous, no. <laughs> and we'll just you know make sure to clean it after we're done with it, no. or it can clean itself. Let's, How advanced is it? Uh, I mean, it's still it's kind of it's going to be made out of the same stuff that a flashlight is, so it's going to be washable. Okay, washable. here's the thing. Oh. I'm going to need some accoutrement. What kind of accoutrement? What I'm saying is this thing is going to have to have a dick and a vagina. Yeah, Do both. We, at the same it's going to have to be intersexed, okay? Yeah. I'm not going to fuck a robot. <laughs> Neither of us are going to get anything out of it. What Speak if it could move yourself. autonomously by itself? Yeah, it's, look, all I'm saying is it's going to have to have it. It's going to have, have a dildo, all right? I mean, you could put a strap on it. Look, I don't 
think this is too hard for me to ask. Why are you guys obsessed <laughs> with a female robot? I didn't say I had to be female. No, yeah. I know. Benjamin over here is stuck in gender binary roles. If you want to get both, get both. Why do you got to put titties on a robot, Benjamin? Why you got to put dick? Put a dick on a robot? Because I need some. Cause that's a tool for learning. Why not both? For real, though. Okay, fair enough. Yes, thank we'll see you. How it works? All right, so that's one thousand piece you can, <laughs> for the fuck bot. You can fuck it on its dildo and grab its titties. It's the best. Oh yes, best of both worlds. Dreams yeah. come true. Some big titties and a round ass. Mm-hmm. Go get some thickness. Up oh there. yeah, even if we had a totally male, male robot, I'd be like, we need a badonk a donk a donk. Yeah, go need some ass. Need yeah. that need that figure skater butt. Need that figure skater butt. Now, we, need, we need a we need a. Okay, don't make this weird. <laughs> Y'all ever seen women who ride horses? Oh, I yeah. actually went to school with women who rode horses. Freaky. Um, you know those horse girls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. Okay, hang on. <laughs> Wait, I made a mistake. That's the name of the podcast, right? There. You know those horse girls. <laughs> name, you know those horse girls. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll lose listeners that way. I Is horse like. girls one word or two? I think that's the very important difference. <laughs> yeah, commonly save lives, even, guys. That's an even better title. Is yeah. horse girls one word or two? <laughs> anyway, oh god, let's talk about something else now. No, we're. T- Parsing out this fuck robot <laughs> meeting. Yep. On a, air. A Fudinaria fuck butt. A food, okay. uh, <laughs> Can the fuck robot also make me pizza? No. To hand feed it to no, me? It can't. That's an extra $2,000. Yeah. I say it'd be worth it to have. <laughs> Can I feed the fuck robot We're pizza? We're going to need better jobs. All right. I'll become a NASA scientist. <laughs> I'll just come and jiggle up. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Benjamin has some questions that he wants to ask us. Today. Yeah. Benjamin, it's your turn to talk. Well, do you want to start with the the one about animals or the one about uh, something that you've either abstained from for a very long time? We'll start with that one. Okay. What yeah, maybe some- we don't talk about the animals. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's also a good title. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we don't talk about the animals. Right. What is something that you have abstained from? I'm going to try to move as little as possible because of this chair. Uh, what is something that you have abstained from for years because you thought you would fucking hate it? Like, I have not touched... Uh, I did not touch Call of Duty. Uh, let's see. From World at War... Because all I would play was zombies with my best friend in high school. I have not touched a Call of Duty game until Black Ops, Black Ops Three, extremely recently. Hmm. And fuck, I love it. Hmm. Uh, so, what is something like that for y'all? Um, <clears throat> one thing for me was actually open world games. Oh, like really? Yeah, yeah. So for the longest time, I was like, "There's no way I can handle doing like open world, open ended games like that," uh, because I. Uh, for a while, I was too much of a completionist, yeah. and I and I got scared of the fact of trying to do something in that big open world. And then I finally, I actually played Skyrim for the very first time when it mm. came out in um, 2011. Yeah, and that got me hooked. And then I went back and played uh, 
Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 3. <clears throat> and I loved them all. And I was like, wow, I was scared of nothing. Did you complete them? I completed all of them. I completed the Fallout games, but not Skyrim. Fair enough. What about you? And I still have not completed the story of Skyrim. Who has? Uh, me, when I create a new character. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not Ari yet. Not me yet, but it will be soon. That's yeah. actually why I started playing Skyrim, so I could become Travis's first friend, who's beaten Skyrim. <laughs> like, the main quest. Yeah. Like, that's my goal. Yeah, now we're all going to have to start from scratch. I know, right? My It'll poor, be fun. It'll be worth yeah, it. My Death poor computer hard drive. We're going to have a Viking funeral for it. For all of our characters that have yeah. kind of die on that hard drive that I destroyed. Yeah. What kind of a Viking funeral do you have in mind? We're probably, just gonna, we're probably just going to fill the sink up with water and then light my hard drive on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Make a little boat. We can, can go down to Jim's Ben, Landing. can we do it in your pool? <laughs> no. I have a better idea. You have a better idea? Are we going to blow it up? I don't up? see how that's possible, but continue. I've got about a quarter pound of thermite. Oh god! Oh, oh god. god! Why do you have that much? Thermite? Why do you have so much thermite, Ben? <laughs> I'm a little bit of a pirate man. Oh, Wait a minute! Jesus. The hair, the glasses, Ben. Am I the Unabomber? Were you the Oklahoma City bomber? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Oklahoma City bomber was bl- was fucking bald. That was a the, the Unabomber was hairy as fuck. Um, maybe you just haven't found your bomber yet. Yeah. Probably. My, I do have a bomber jacket, but yeah, if you want to really light that some bitch up. Damn. We once, actually, the Razor phone I spoke to you guys about earlier. Yeah. Uh, we turned that into slag when I was in high school. Oh, God. That was okay. fun. Okay. Ben's starting to scare me. I, I do still have a bunch of unused firecrackers. Me too. <laughs> and I have a penchant for fire. I can start with my mind. Okay, what's one thing that I abstained from for a while because I didn't think I would like it? Yeah. Um, season six through eight of Supernatural. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Solid answer. <laughs> um, and now we're here. Yeah, and and here we are. That's not that's not totally true because I actually like as I didn't hate season six through eight as much as I thought I would, but I mm. cannot say that I loved them. Right, that's for sure. They're definitely out of all the seasons I've seen. Definitely some of my least favorites. Mm. Um, but I would also say. Uh, um. Actually, uh, let's go around the table and answer another one, and then I'll come back to me. <laughs> uh, what is something that you thought you would love and you ended up fucking hating? It could have been an instantaneous, or it could have been after a while. Over time? Yes. Hmm. Like, I got super hyped for Destiny 1. Ah, yes. I got a hype to the fuck, like, balls to the goddamn walls. I had a poster. I pre-ordered it, like, a year in advance. Uh-huh. Uh, I got the season pass. I didn't get a collector's edition because I didn't have the cash for it at the time. Uh, I enjoyed the, like, the vanilla. Just the initial release. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, was it, uh, <coughs> Crota's End, I believe, was the next one. Mm-hmm. That was all right. It just got like super grindy and shit. And then by the time, uh, like, uh, Lord of Wolves or something, whatever the second one was, mm-hmm. it just was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And then it grew to the be because I played it like almost every day with a group. And it got to the point where only one of us enjoyed the goddamn game. And we would end up 
None of us talk to each other anymore because of how much we hated that fucking game. Wow. Uh, and then and now I'm playing Destiny 2. So. <laughs> <laughs> he has, still hasn't learned his lesson, folks. You're not. You're not guiding it. Well, it. Because when it first came out, it felt like it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I'm so apathetic. Oh yeah, I remember being super hyped for Destiny One. Yeah, because it was uh, Bungie, right? Yeah, and everyone, you know, Bungie did the original Halo, and everyone was super hyped for it. It was like uh, Halo One, Two, and Three. They did, and then mm-hmm. they gave it away, I believe. But yeah, because I was like, I fucking loved Halo Two. Jesus, Absolutely. Fuck that campaign. Halo 2 may be one of the best single-player shooters of all time. It is. It's got the best campaign, most definitely. It's worth... It's. Can you play it on your computer? Probably. Okay. Uh, that is a game, if you have not played before, you should play. I haven't played it. I am fantastically... If you thought I was Skyrim was a rough start for me, mm. I am even worse at first-person shooters. It's a good one to start with. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll check it out. Because it, it's one of the ones that would be like, because you enjoy a good story. I do enjoy a good story. I would highly, well, you don't have to play Halo 1. All you really got to understand is, they had a fucking Half-Life. Either one. She's of watched me play some of Half-Life. Okay. And I also have the, the Black Mesa mod Ooh. that uh, the people started doing where they basically took Half-Life and put it on the Half-Life 2 engine and started Ooh. reskinning stuff and... They have it almost entirely complete, actually. God damn. Um, I will say this. My next big game thing that I want to try to get to play is I want to save up money and get a Switch to get Breath of the Wild. Yes. I've seen so much about that game in recent months, and I just, like, that's that's all I'm thinking about right now as far as video games go. Yeah. Beating Skyrim fucking finally. Yeah. And thinking about a character for that, and then Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I want to play it so And bad. I really want to play some Splatoon, <laughs> too. I'm going to play Bomberman R. Yeah. All right, what about you, Travis? Uh, mine is similar to Ben's. It was a video game. Team Fortress 2. Uh, I, I started playing Team Fortress 2 when I was a freshman in high school in 2008. And um, that is when... 2008 is when TF2... It was vanilla for a while, or no. I'd, I heard about it for the first time in 2008. Or something. It, it had like I heard about it when it first came out. And then I started playing about a year and a half later after it first started. They first started doing free updates for the game mm-hmm. that started including like new weapons for characters and new things that you could do in the game that just started making it better and better and better. I think I know where this is going. And I, I got to a point where I was like playing on a server all the time and uh, I had just this big group of people. We'd all play together and have fun and it was just... It was always a good time because no one took the game too seriously. If people, there was a small like subgroup of us in the big group that wanted to play competitively, and they made their own team and did that themselves, and, uh, and they were super good, and they made me a better player. Um, but then, nice. but then it just got to the point where the updates on TF2 just started getting so ridiculous. And just the whole system with the hats and the yeah. trading and the weapon making and the crates and everything. It just got to be too much going on. They tried to turn it into CSGO. And, and it got to a point where um, if you... And during that time, Team Fortress 2 also went free to play. And I bought it. I bought it on the orange box. Yeah. 
that's when I got because uh, I got Half Life Two and its uh, continuing chapters One and, two, and yeah. Portal and um, and Team Fortress Two. Yeah, there's also the pack that had the what the Lost Island. Yeah, no, that was that was Orange Box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, when you say the updates get ridiculous before you get to the hats part, what do you mean? Like no, after the hats part. Uh, the hats okay. part went when hats got introduced. That was around the time I started playing because mm. it was fun and silly, and it didn't mean anything. Yeah. Um. Then, then they started becoming like status symbols and what was hype. And oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was it was fucking nuts. And just all the weapons. It got to a point where if someone started the game free to play and they entered a server where everyone else had like every single weapon that's ever been dropped uh, on an update, it's impossible for new players to enter the game because you start as a vanilla player with the vanilla weapons, and it was just too crazy. That is, and it started turning me off to the game because I couldn't introduce more people to it. Yeah, I I feel like I can. You could have that problem with like Black Ops Three because they lock a lot of the weapons behind uh, experience split progression and stuff yeah. like that. Like uh-huh. every level, you unlocked a new gun or something. Yeah, but and that, see, with TF Two, it wasn't levels; it was just random drops. Fuck that! You could you could get random drops, or you could buy crates. And get things in crates. Mm, real, yeah. real early loot boxes. Yeah. Fuck that. <clears throat> so I have a couple. What you got? Um, so first of all, I remembered something that I didn't watch for a long time because I thought I wouldn't like it and then ended up picking up and now love it. And that's Star Trek. Mm. When I... So the first couple of, like... Star Trek episodes I saw were the next generation, next generation, and I was like, "Oh, this is the most boring thing on the planet. Why would anyone watch this?" Very yeah. true. And then, and this is what, okay. So I'm probably gonna lose some nerd cred, but whatever. This is why I don't go down so hard on the reboot movies. Mm-hmm. I saw the 2009 reboot movie, and I was like, "Oh my god, why have I have I been sleeping on this franchise?" And that's what inspired me to watch TOS. And then Next Generation and DS9 and, uh-huh. and Voyager and even Enterprise. <clears throat> so, um, you know, I re- I stayed away from it for a long time because I just thought it was boring as shit. And then and now, you know, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. So, so. you are you are a great example of why um, all fans should calm the fuck down. Yeah, all fans should calm the fuck down, and we need to get over ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, so what? Someone mm-hmm. like. Maybe somebody's first Fallout game was Fallout 4. Or maybe yeah. for someone's first Star Trek experience was the, the 2008 movie. Or whatever it came out. Yeah. People find stuff when they find it. Yeah. Yes. People find it. And if they want to go back and enjoy that older media, yeah. then more power to them. Yeah. Then, then, then they can get more nerd cred that way. Mm-hmm. But don't like totally discredit someone if the only things they've seen are... The most recent stuff. Yeah, I'm not less of a fan of Star Trek just because, like, I didn't start watching, you know, TOS when I was four years old and uh-huh. come to it organically like that. Like, yeah, I needed a bunch of sexy actors running around in space shooting things before I was interested in the older series, and then I found a love with it. Who gives a shit? However, <clears throat> if you walk up to me and say, I love Star Wars, uh, and I've only ever seen episodes one, two, and three, and they're amazing, I'll probably punch you in the face. <laughs> 
Travis can't take his own advice. Because fuck, Travis is a psychopath. Fuck you forever. The only three movies you like are are the prequel movies. You can get out. Why of don't here. you just say like, "Hey, I've got some better films for you to watch." <laughs> I've, I've got. I'm, I'm going to blow your mind right now. I've yeah, o- I've only seen two movies: episode one and episode two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, flashback. Or flashback. Um, <laughs> but no, like, yeah, back. that that is the opportunity you should take. Yeah. Like, hey, I've seen Star Wars, but only the prequel movies. Oh, I've got some good news. Take, yeah, take the opportunity and be like, there are so many better things you can watch. Yeah. Even the, uh, even the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah. Better than that shit. Yeah. Um, and then the things that I, like, should have loved... And maybe did love for a while, and now just I'm like, fuck that. Uh, This is a long, a slow burn. Do you know what I'm about to say? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I can't tell. Nope. Keep going. No, I want. I kind of want you to guess. No. Guess. 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 Come on. Guess. 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 I don't want to guess. Oh, why don't you want to guess? I don't want to guess. Go. All right. Fine. Whatever. Okay. So when I was a kid, and today, I loved musicals and would watch or listen to any musical soundtrack I could get my hands on. And my parents let me listen to some musical soundtracks I was probably too young for. And one of those was Rent. (laughs) Which you have to understand was my first introduction to queer characters. It was certainly my first introduction to bisexual women, even though she's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) And um, then in college, I had a moment where I was like, wow, it's pretty fucked up that this is like the queer musical about AIDS. And it doesn't even really star the two characters who are queer and have AIDS or talk about their issues outside of like the tragedy that it is to die young of AIDS. Like, it doesn't talk about any of the activism or anything. And then I was like, oh, God. Everyone in Rent is garbage. Yeah. And then, in my early 20s, I was like, oh, I hate Rent now. But it has all these things I love, should love. Good music. It's a musical. Queer people play fun and center characters. Yeah. But man, I just can't fucking do it anymore. Yeah. So if you want to discuss, if you want to have a two and a half hour lecture with Ari Kobler, you, <laughs> yeah. can, you can find her on Twitter at Ari the Spy. Or here's what you can do. <laughs> if you want to, if you're like, oh, why doesn't Ari love rent as much as I do? Go look up Lindsay Ellis's channel. Yes. She does a great video. Oh, first of all, all her, her videos are amazing. So just watch all of them if you're interested in like media and 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 and, uh you know long form pieces about media Mm -hmm. on youtube but she has a great video called um rent uh look pretty and do as little as possible yes and she really sums up perfectly all the reasons why i don't like rent so just watch that video and then come back and talk to me okay it's really great it is really great and so yeah so that's my example of like a thing that i should love and did for a while on paper you should like it everything about it is something that you would like but it's just not i would also say um probably stuff like twilight yeah. Or Hunger Games or Divergent. Uh, Homestuck was that for me. Yeah. It was very, like, all my friends were into it. Everything about it, like, the beats and the comedy and everything about it was mm-hmm. stuff I should like, but I could just not get into it. And yeah. I read it for a while to keep up with my friends to yeah. see what they were talking about. But then I was just like, 
I'm fucking done. Like, I <laughs> it's too much. By all rights, should be into Fifty Shades of Grey because oh, yeah. it is about a young woman exploring her sexuality through BDSM, which are all things that I'm like into and interested about hearing about. Just because it has the themes that you enjoy doesn't mean it does it well. Exactly, oh, and that's why I don't like Fifty Most Shades of Grey. Most of it's about execution. Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's really the thing is like. Um, but those are things that, like, when I just hear the elevator pitch, I should be like, oh, yeah, that sounds very interesting. Let mm-hmm. me hear about this. Um, and, you know, uh, it's just uh, interesting that execution just really does matter so, so much. Yeah. Um, some things you end up enjoying just because it has all those elements, even though it is a garbage pile of terribleness. Yeah. Like, I really, like, I can't say I enjoy the movie Maleficent. Mm-hmm. But if it's on, I'll watch it. And it's because it has all those elements that I like, even though it is not very good. Yeah. But it's my not very good, and that's what matters. That's how I feel about the movie Triple X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the same way. And same with, like, Fast and Furious. Like, I love those movies, but they are bad. They're bad. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, like, I equate stuff like that or, like, certain post-grunge bands like Seether. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like sure you're not going to get much out of it it's just fun it's garbage it, you're not going to get a whole lot out of this except like maybe a little bit of angst out of it and everybody gets to choose their own garbage exactly. it's always super fun yeah. and I think actually I think it's so poisonous that we shame well okay I'm about to get into a tangent <laughs> that's, um, what the, that's what the T's stand for that's sure I think it is interesting that like people have guilty pleasures yeah and they yeah. will talk about their guilty pleasures and then other people will shame them for having those guilty pleasures. Yeah. Like, is but, there a person in the world right now who doesn't know that Twilight is a garbage pile? I mean, maybe. Possibly. Well, I feel like there should be another name for it other than guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Because the name in itself is kind of an oxymoron. Yeah. Because if you find pleasure in something, like if if there is something that you like that is... Like a movie or a game or a music or something, and you like it, then that's great. That yeah. is something that you like. You should not feel guilty about Unless liking. It's like something. Mind Kampf or something. Well, I, that's then different. you should feel guilty about it. But well, you you get what more. I'm saying though, right? Like if sure. if it is good and if it is not at its core completely evil, yeah, or yeah. disgusting, yeah, then go for it, yeah. yeah. Don't be a dick to other people about it. Yeah. If it is disgusting, just make sure that all people are consenting. Yeah, make sure yeah. you have a VPN. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. don't. <laughs> and don't you know, everybody is it. able to consent. That's also very important. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, this. I think that I saw a post on Tumblr the other day that was like, fandom is canceled. We're just going to go back to casually enjoying media. Yeah. And I wanted to stand up and cheer because I as, really did. As much as I love some aspects of fandom. I yeah. think that there are some things that just won't let people enjoy the things they want to enjoy. Yeah. And and that really bothers me. Like, who gives a shit if some Midwestern girl is reading and loving Twilight because that's her fantasy. It's her fantasy and she knows that's not how real life works. Yeah. You know, I don't... You know, I've heard arguments that are like, oh, well, it's making kids fine with pedophilia. But is it really? Like, what child out there... Like, I want to see some data that says... Yes, some girl is attracted to a 17-year-old-looking Edward Cullen. Hmm. So she starts dating, you know, she at the tender age of 15 and starts dating a 45-year-old man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the math really doesn't add up on that. Yeah, like, 
yeah, Edward is in his a hundred, right? But nobody like fucking yeah. <laughs> he looks he looks seventeen. Mm-hmm. Like, and there are creepy aspects of their relationship. Certainly, like yeah. I'm not going to deny that, but. I think that as long as you have a conversation with your with them about it and like tell them like no this isn't how you should be treated like I enjoy fairy tales yeah and those always have very problematic elements yeah all this to say but I grew out of that don't kink shame me for liking forearmed monster girls yes <laughs> unless you do it in the spirit of fun in which case fuck you Travis Speak, speaking of kink shaming have you guys seen the vine. Where the guy says, don't kink shame me. Kink shaming people is my kink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I love that. That's just a humiliation kink right there. Oh, yeah. That's when people say kink shaming people is my kink. What they mean is humiliation is my kink. Pretty much. Yeah. That's all it is. So, uh. Anyways, I'm going to step off the soapbox. (laughs) But there are aspects of fandom I really enjoy. Like, I really do like having fan art and fanfic and stuff like that. Stuff like that is really fucking cool. And I enjoy uh, talking about, like, meta-fiction aspects of it, too. I've never been a huge fan of people who take things way too seriously, which is why I've really? been you? very... Really? I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> been super removed from a lot of fandoms. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love college football. Uh, I am removed from the, the fandom of... You really are, college. because I didn't realize that you were such a big football fan until we were, like, at... A party at your house, and everyone was like partying, and you were sitting in the corner watching football. <laughs> yeah, they, like they, I have a season where I can like I thoroughly enjoy sports, mm-hmm. and I gotta watch me some football. Oh yeah, I have a question. What's up? What is the thing that y'all are fans of that you think people would be surprised to hear that you like? Mm. I feel like I don't have any of those things. Um, the first thing that pops to mind is Murder She Wrote, but like, is anyone shocked by that? No, no. Because I love mysteries and I love women. <laughs> you do like football. You like Mizzou football. Uh, you've told well, you told me that you en- like you enjoy it from time to time. I do. I, I'm not like a huge fan, but I occasionally yeah. will watch a football game. I also really do enjoy boxing and wrestling. Those are fun to watch. Yeah. I don't follow any of it super yeah. hardcore, but I I will like I have a favorite wrestler, and I will occasionally like look up his matches and see if he's a heel if he's turned from right now he's a heel but I'm I'm expecting him to turn back into a face pretty soon so okay which I think is kind of surprising when you just look at me and hear me speak and learn things about my general demeanor yeah yeah um which by the way wrestling is one of those things that I avoided for a long time because I thought I would hate it and then I got more <laughs> into it and now I like it a lot yeah um but I'm the most casual of casual fans for me there was uh, a while ago when I was at work um, and I would play music like in the mm-hmm. morning and stuff when I opened and I started playing classical music a lot and for some reason all of my employees were really like they weren't put off by it but they were like it shook them a little bit because I was like standing around listening to classical music and they were like I'd never took you to listen to classical music I listen to jazz music every day you don't think I listen to uh, classic classical music too I, well, I don't apparently. know. Yeah. For some, like, it feels like it shouldn't. It should be obvious because see, I'm a very like musical person. I to have, us, it's obvious because yeah. we know you. I well, you know, yeah. We see your playlists. We get in the car with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like when people don't know me very well, 
they expect me to be into a lot of like things that everybody expects me to be, be everybody expects to be into like Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. Like I've got a lot of people who were like, "What? You haven't seen Breaking Bad?" Oh yeah. And then they get to know, know me and they're like, "Oh, she hasn't seen anything." Well, that was like other than cartoons. Like when you told me you haven't watched The Office. Yeah. I was like, "You haven't watched The Office?" Okay, that is surprising. Yeah, I, not even like the especially because like you loved Parks and Rec, right? I do love Parks and yeah, Rec. Yeah, so you and 30 I, Rock. I know that you will like The Office. You just need to take the time and watch it. Here's the thing: what what has kept you from watching The Office? Probably, I had a couple of years in high school where I did a whole "I don't watch TV, I only read books" phase. Mm, yeah, I remember uh, doing that. I could, I yeah, could see yep. That. And that was when the high school was, or the, when the Office was like starting out. Oh yeah. And then eventually, it just got too long and intimidating. It's honestly not as long as you think it is. All right, let me put I mean, it's it's nine seasons, mm-hmm. but... If we're going to watch it, all of Supernatural and talk about it... Yeah. <laughs> then I can watch The Office. Because honestly, The Office is so lighthearted and mm-hmm. fun that you just go through episodes. It's like popcorn. It's also only... It's only a 22-minute show. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm not saying that I can't get into it. <clears throat> and even in my, like, oh, I don't watch TV phase, I was still watching Supernatural... And like uh, probably some Law and Order, mm-hmm. twenty four. Yeah, yeah, I watched twenty four. Of course, with my stepdad. Here's what I'll say about The Office: you can probably watch the first three seasons to get the gist of it, mm-hmm. and then watch the last one and be fine. No, yes, you could, you have to at least watch up to Steve Carell leaving. Oh, we'll yeah, probably watch it yeah. together. So that. do what? Probably watch it together. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. You should watch it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, Like, okay, so if it's only 22 minutes, like, compared to Supernatural, mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know, it's like three seasons. Yeah, right? For real. And there are some episodes. There are some episodes where you can just kind of, like, not pay attention to and kind of glance over. But then there's other ones that are, like. Yeah. I feel like people are also surprised to learn that somebody is a true crime fan. That, <clears throat> I, yeah, I don't know. Because I'm not, yeah, because true crime is not something that I would consider, like, a media genre. Oh, yes. Y- yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, it, no, it, it is. is. Yeah. It is, but it just seems like a strange genre to me. Here's the thing. Here's why I don't think, pe- and I don't mean me, I think people, right? Uh-huh. Like, if, like, like, even myself, who... I am a fan of true crime. Like, if somebody's like, oh, I'm a fan of true crime, I'm like, really? It's so rare to meet another one. Yeah. What yeah. podcasts do you listen to? Like, stuff mm-hmm. like that. See, I'm not that deep. I'm not, like, that deep into it, but I'm not that deep into anything. Like, Dark Souls is probably the thing I'm deepest into. Right. Yeah. And now Supernatural because of this podcast. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I really enjoy the shows. Like, I'll watch it with my mom and stuff sometimes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're fun to watch because truth is very much stranger than fiction a lot of the fucking time. It yes. can be, yeah. Yeah. I listen to podcasts and I read books, and it's really just an extension of my love for murder mysteries, mm-hmm. which no one should underestimate. <laughs> I want you to understand, I love murder mysteries. I feel all right. All murder mysteries. I feel like you're either going to have an answer to this question, or you're going to look at me. Like I'm wearing five heads. Okay. Do you have a favorite serial killer? Um, here's the thing. <laughs> five heads. No, it's not. Okay, I do understand why people get that question. Yeah. I actually don't think serial killers are super 
more interesting. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I, I do. I okay. There's a that's few, not true. Some are and some aren't. Yes, I and 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 I think that. I think that serial killers tend to be a little romanticized. They are. And I think it's always important, like, to never forget the victims. Yeah. They're the ones that matter. There's, those are the stories that I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, See, that's that's what's cool about it, though, when you get, like, the, when you get, find somebody who has the whole fucking picture and has done the research. Yes. I enjoy that. Now, I will say this. The most interesting true crime stories that I like mm. are not related to serial killers at all. See, I believe that. I believe you're probably... Mm. Like, there's this true crime story I like about this woman who uh, convinced her father and and um, her... I think it was either a family friend or a brother to mm. kill um, this neighbor who she was jealous of and his wife and his child... Or, they left the child alive, but his wife, mm. she... By pretending to be the FBI and sending emails to her mother to convince her mom that this that the people who were murdered were trying to uh, take her out, and so her Jeez. mom convinced her father and I think her brother to kill the young man and his wife. They had a newborn. They they had a baby. What the fuck? Yeah, and the emails are fucking nuts because their emails like. Yeah, the young woman, I don't remember her name, it's like Jean or something. Yeah, Jean's the smartest and prettiest person in the world, so of course the FBI is super interested in protecting her. Like, if you or me read those emails, we would be like, oh, this is clearly some fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. But her mom totally bought into him and convinced two other people to commit murder. Those are the stories I'm fucking interested in. Because that is like... Where did your head go for this? Like, what happened? And, 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 And serial killers, I think... The answers, of course, are not easy. They're never easy, yeah. but it's like, why did this guy kill all these people? Oh, well, he was psychotic. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That that comes together yeah. pretty See, quickly. Some of them, I find the disconnect that they have to be interesting. I agree. Uh, because of the sociopathy or the psychopathy, all that, those sorts of things. But I enjoy... Seeing the world through different eyes. Yes. And that's one you don't really... Like, sure, like, these days, yeah, there's a bunch of different views of those. Well, and it's still kind of, like... It's still kind of, I think, looked down upon to be a fan of true crime. Because people assume you're, like... A 45 or 70-year-old woman. No, (laughs) well, possibly. But, I mean, I think there's also this, like tendency to romanticize the serial killers like I mentioned earlier yeah. or to like get into like the 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 you know take advantage of these people's loss or tragedy and that's as a true crime fan that's never my intention my my, my interest is always just in a story like anything else what, what, what's that uh like I just like a good mystery that Latin American guy what was his name the guy uh, Richard Ramirez? Yeah, Richard Ramirez. He was married in prison, and I think Ted Bundy was as well. And it's like stuff like that that gives like true crime a bad name. Yeah. Or true being a fan of true crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it certainly is interesting to learn about. Yeah, it is. And I don't see the 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 value in ignoring these stories either, mm. because then it's just like pretending it didn't happen. Do you enjoy like stuff like the call, like the Madison Family or Heaven's Gate? Yes, I'm very interested in those. And like uh, Waco. and yeah. I actually think cults are fascinating. But that also very stems much. from my idea of like 
um, like my interest in religion and how people like get sucked into these cults. Yeah. Um, and like how those cults get exposed as cults too. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, I am a huge fan of true crime. Not really like into serial killers, although I will probably watch my friend Dogmar at some point. Yeah. Uh, I think track that movie down. There was also I saw a picture of uh, Zac Efron doing a photo shoot for a movie as John Wayne Gacy. Oh, or really? No, was it John Wayne Gacy? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that I could. Zac see. Efron is Ted Bundy the, for yeah, some I was movie. Say, Zac Efron is John Wayne Gacy. First of all, there's already a very good John Wayne Gacy movie out there. <laughs> yeah, and second yeah. of all, I had John weird. Wayne Gacy on the brain because of something else. The, uh, there was a book coming out about Ted Bundy, and that's yeah. what the movie is based off of. Mm-hmm. It, the ending got leaked, and that's where the idea of the movie got leaked. Ah, but the okay. idea was, I think it's like his girlfriend who knew him and kind of knew what was going on, but really didn't believe it or something, mm-hmm. or didn't put the pieces together. The idea of the movie was that you weren't supposed to know that he was Ted Bundy until the very end of the movie. Oh, wow, okay. fascinating. Yeah. Like, I love that idea, and I'm really curious how they're going to execute that. But also, I think that would have been impossible to keep under wraps. Oh, like, absolutely, hey. yeah. yeah. Like, the picture got out, and they're, they're like, oh, he's just a buff Ted Bundy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Looks incredible, though. So I'm looking forward to whatever that becomes. Zach Efron. I know, yeah. you're, I know you think <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer is kind of boring. I actually think the man is fascinating. Because anybody who has a deathbed conversion and spends his time telling atheists that they're morally bankrupt, when he himself was a serial killer and, you know... Cannibal. Cannibal. Like, all right, let's go into that brain a little bit. How did you make this flip? A serial rapist Yeah, serial rapist of children and cannibal and killer. And then, boop, actually I'm a Christian who's totally fine. And I'm going to judge these other people for not believing in God, which is just as bad as what I did. It's like, yeah, let's dissect this a little bit. Did you mean me or Travis when you said one of us thought that Dahmer was boring? You. Oh, I don't find Dahmer boring. I just, he's my least favorite serial killer. If if I had to rank all of them, he would be at the bottom. Yeah. It's not because I find him boring. It's because the story of how he was almost caught, and it was like three kills in or something, Mm -hmm. is just, it's just so twisted and I fucking hate it hate it what could have been oh it's the one where the black guy got away from him yeah the kid yeah and he went to the cops and oh the cops yeah laughed in his fucking face and then sent him back with Dahmer yeah to his fucking death yeah that's why Dahmer yeah. is my least favorite serial killer I hope those guys got fired but there is an excellent <laughs> book that's not Dahmer but it's based off of Dahmer called zombie yeah about this told from the point of view of the killer about this um, guy who wants to uh, create his own like sex slave by a mm. zombie by giving them a lobotomy mm. and like a homemade lobotomy and it's written by Joyce Carol Oates oh one of my favorite sick writers of all time mm-hmm. and uh, I would have if you're interested in that kind of stuff and you don't mind I mean that book I, it should come with its own trigger warning, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like, if just from, from the description, you weren't like, oh, this might not be my cup of tea because I am deeply disturbed by those things, then yeah, don't fucking read it. Is it erotica, if you will? Is it erotica? Yeah. No, no, okay. no, there's nothing sexy about it. Oh, okay. Just disturbing. It's an interesting and frightening look into this man's brain. Right. Sometimes I like my fiction a little sick. No, who doesn't? I mean, like my women, but that's different. Yeah, it's not the I like same. To, I like to sneeze on all the books I read. Mm-hmm. Also, I am pretty looking forward to the second season of American Crime Story, uh, which is about uh, That'll be cool. Giovanni 
Versace. Versace mm. and his assassination. Yeah, you only read comic books that have contracted tuberculosis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, man. Travis. Yeah. This episode is called uh, Simon Says. Simon Says. What do you think it's about? Sam and Dean go to a convention. And no, hang on. Let me start. <laughs> I really hope if we do get fan art by this point that, well, at any point, that if we get like animated things, that people animate these. Yes. Oh, that would be cool. Okay. So Sam and Dean go to a place. It's kind of like a place where people go and hang out. Um, well, like the island from. Yeah, they they go out, they interact with each other. It's like a daytime thing. And then uh, it turns out that they get trapped there. And they try to escape, but now they're, like, part of this, like, group of people that have to stay there all the time. And so they try to escape, and eventually they're able to, like, leave through the trash. And then um, they, like take the the trash truck all the way down a little too far and it gets to the junkyard and then they almost get incinerated but the power of love (laughs) the power of love pulls them out and stops the incinerator is this a little toaster no No. it's it's toy story three yeah Sick <laughs> you son Wait, of a bitch! Did this happen in Little Toaster though? The Brave Little Toaster. No, this is this is purely. Yeah, Toy no, Story it, it was it was straight up the ending of Toy Story. 3. I feel like there's a moment where somebody gets there is in like the Brave Little Toaster, and yeah. it's only it's probably I don't know if it's equally or a little bit more fucked up than the ending of Toy Story three. Yeah, mm-hmm. because Toy Story three is pretty much just Schindler's List for kids. Brave Little Toaster rides again. But yeah. I cry my eyes at the end of Toy Story 3 all the time. Girl, me too. But so... Yeah, I think if you don't cry at the end of Toy Story 3, like, you're a stronger woman than I. No, they're robots. Yeah. Or a stronger robot than I am. But, um, yeah, let's see if that happens. All right, let's find out. Do you cry full synthetic oil? Yes. Are back, yeah, back like a heart attack back. from somebody who didn't listen to their doctor. Yeah, back like a Mac. Back like a black. Back like back. baby back ribs. Black. Back. Back in black. Back, back like baby got back. Back like the McRib. Back like smack talk. Back in a roast battle. Tack, whack, smack, whack. Knick-knack, paddy-whack, give the dog a bone. Yes, anyway, so... <laughs> the point is is that we watched an episode. Yeah. Simon Says. Simon Said. Simon Said. Um, Which is surprising, because there's no one named Simon in this episode at all. No, it's just like a fun... Yeah. Kind of like the... A name. Kind of like this the title. Kind of like the episode titles of this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it don't make any but sense. Nothing matters. <laughs> um, nothing matters at all. Uh, it was a fun. It was a fun episode. I definitely would give this one like a ten plus plus. Oh, absolutely! This is what this was a good one. I have to say, 
Already, season two is shaping up to be a better season than season it one. It really is. Didn't start off strong with the clown thing. No, but it's but... really... I mean, it's only been two episodes, but it's really pull, pulled out of the gate. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying it. So do you want to do a quick sum up? Yeah, sure. And then we can Rock begin. and roll. All right. So... It opens with Sam getting a vision. What's he getting a vision of? A kindly old man who smiles when he walks down the street like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, he smiled the whole time he was walking down the street. Nobody's that happy. He's in a small town in Nebraska. Nobody's that happy. <laughs> Not in Nebraska. <laughs> Not in Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska. You think corn huskers are that goddamn happy? So he's well, walking down maybe. the street and he gets a call from somebody. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's like visibly displeased. He yeah. walks into a gun shop. He buys a gun, he shoots the owner, and then he shoots himself. Yeah. And then Sam's like, whoa, vision just happened. Mm-hmm. Everything's crazy. So uh, they find this town with the help of Ash. Of course, they go back to the roadhouse, yeah, right? Dr. Badass. Dr. Badass. Um, and it turns out that there's this guy in this t- town named Andy Gallagher, who, when he was six months old, his mom died in a fire, and now people are dying in strange ways around him. Crazy shit is happening. Yeah, so I know I said a wound. We're, we're already, him. We're, so we're already zoned in on the psychic. Yeah, already, already, it's like oh, another psychic kid episode, mm-hmm. much like last season's episode, uh, nightmare, I think, something like that, something, something evil as a foot. Yeah. Um, and Sam's worried that Max turned out to be a killer. Mm-hmm. The demon has plans for him. And now this Andy guy is probably killing people. Yeah. This is bad news bears. Like, Sam's afraid he's going to turn out crazy evil, right? He feels like a freak. That that word is actually brought up a couple of times. Mm-hmm. What if I'm a psychic freak? Blah, blah, blah. And Dean, of course, is trying to assure him. But you can tell Dean's kind of nervous, too. Um, so they get to Nebraska. Sam ends up stopping the kindly doctor guy from going into the gun shop and buying a gun and killing himself. Um, and Dean follows Andy. And Andy, it just seems as chipper as you can please. He has a badass van. Yeah, super badass van. With a with a woman, a barbarian queen riding a Bar- polar bear. Barbarian queen. Uh-huh. What, a, what a strong female Spewing figure on there. spinal tap throughout the entire episode. It, oh, yeah. It that was, was fantastic. That was fantastic when they played Stonehenge from Spinal Tap. Yeah, like, it was great. What the fuck? I was like, that good was, fucking job, Supernatural music guys. That was a solid pull by Travis, I must say. It was. It was. If there is one thing I know, it is this fucking Spinal Tap movie. Yeah. I think the only song that would have been better would have been Pink Submarine. Yeah. <laughs> Today's been full of dick jokes. Yeah. So Dean's following him, Andy, and Andy kind of stops and gets out and is like, oh my God, I love your fucking car. And Dean's like, yeah. Thanks. It's cool. And Andy's like, cool. Can I have your car? And Dean's like, fuck yeah, you can. Yeah. And steps out of the car <laughs> and, and, and walks away. And Andy drives away with the car. And yeah. then Dean's like, oh, what? Oh, I've made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the kindly old doctor guy gets another call and then walks in front of a bus. Yeah. And Sam's right there. A bus that was going very quickly for the street. Very fast. Very, very fast. Almost like the bus driver had been called. And told that everything was going to be okay. Yeah, probably. That's another thing. The doctor, before he died, was like, hey, everything's going to be okay. Yeah, everything's fine. Um... So, 
This is fine. Uh, it, earlier in the episode, Sam and Dean went to a cafe to try to find Andy, and they meet this super enthusiastic busboy. Yeah. Who's just like, yeah, Andy's the fucking best. Andy's the greatest. This goddamn tits. Yeah, it's like, whoa, calm down. Stop trying to suck this guy's dick, enthusiastic busboy. His name is Weber. He's coming on a little too strong. A little strong. And uh, Tracy, who um, is the owner and has possibly had some sort of romantic past with Andy. And um, basically, Tracy's the person who was like, yeah, check out the van. So after the doctor died, it turns out Andy knows this guy. His name is Dr. Jennings. Yeah. And he shows up at this cafe and he's distraught. He's just like, I can't, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I, I, I can't believe this happened. This guy was in my life. And Tracy was like, hey. It's cool. I'm here for you. I really miss you. And you can kind of feel like they're going to rekindle this relationship. Mm. And then Tracy's like, oh, also there are those two mysterious guys looking for you. And Andy's like, oh, time to go investigate this. Mysterious guys. Yeah. Puts on his Sherlock Holmes hat. Yeah. And walks away, a deer hunter, and walks out of there. So uh, Andy finds Sam and Dean and tries to whammy them away. Yeah. And Dean's like, fuck yeah, I'll leave. Yeah. Also, I'm really actually nervous about this thing. We hunt demons. Sam's psychic. Yeah. And Sam's like, oh, I'm not affected by this at all. Mm-hmm. So let's have a conversation, Andy. Meanwhile, Sam has a vision of this blonde woman setting herself on fire at a gas station. Yeah, which was fucking nuts. Very upsetting. And Dean's like, all right, I'm going to go check that out. Sam, you stay here with Andy. Dean gets to the fire uh, to the gas station. She's already done it, so there's no way Andy's the murderer. Yeah, and Andy doesn't know this woman, unlike the doctor. And uh, Dean is like, "All right, I'm going to investigate into this." Sam, Andy, you hang out here and talk about your, you know, fears and worries and hopes and dreams. Yeah. And again, Sam is like, oh, "I'm really worried about what's happening with this demon." <laughs> so Dean does some investigating. It turns out that the woman is actually Andy's birth mom. Andy was adopted. So they go to get the records that have been sealed. And of course, for Andy, this is like piece of cake because yeah. he can mind control people. And it turns out that Andy has a goddamn twin. And who's the twin? But Weber, the guy at the diner, whose real name is Ansem Weems. Yeah, and I'm going to say something about that once the wrap up is done. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost there, buddy. We'll get there, Mr. King. So uh, Ansem has his eyes on Tracy and is like, Tracy. Guess what? It's time to go to Murder Town. Yeah. Murder Town. Assisted Let's all take a drive to murder. Yeah. Time to I go like to, to think that coercion and that sort of thing is murder. Um, yeah. And uh, Tracy obviously is very distraught by this. Sam gets a vision of the courts. So they're able to rush over there. Sam and Andy try to save Tracy. It turns out that uh, Ansem is way more advanced than Andy is because he doesn't even have to tell people yeah. to like do something yeah. he, he can just do with his mind that's how he's able to incapacitate sam mm. um so he's got tracy standing up in the bridge ansem's like you're my brother and i love you and the reason why i had to kill those people was because they separated us the yellow-eyed person told me to he's the one who brought us together yeah. meanwhile dean's like time to sniper this fucking bitch so it's like okay maybe we're getting somewhere except ansem can fucking tell he's there and he's like Peace out, bro. Bye-bye forever. And then right before Dean blows his brains out and Tracy almost jumps off the fucking pier. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Andy shoots Ansem in the back of the head. Yes. 
They lie to the cops. Pot, pot, Everybody's like, also very Ansem easy killed for Andy himself. To do. Yeah, again. He killed himself by shooting himself in the back of the head. Very I need nice. you to believe me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm telling weird, the truth. He had a weirdly long right arm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, well, I guess you could kind of. Andy is distraught. Tracy is scared of him because he's never used his mind control powers on her before tonight, but he had to to save her life. Which is really sweet. It's really sweet and also very sad. Yeah. And yeah. Andy's like, what am I supposed to do now? Sam's like, I'm here for you, bro. And then right after Andy's out of earshot, he's like, well, guess Andy's a killer, just like I'm going to become. Yeah. And Dean's like, what the fuck, <laughs> yeah. Sam? Like, fuck. Come on, man. Come on. Fuck on. Calm down for like two seconds. You're not going to be the next fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah, all right? we were all like that, too. We were like, Sam, chill the fuck Yeah, out. we were like, Sam, could you not for, like, 2.5 seconds about this? <laughs> this is clearly a self-defense thing. He saved everybody's life, yeah. all right? Calm your game. Yeah, the I need needs you of to... The, many. Yeah. the needs of the many, yeah, Sam. Yeah, come on. I need to be, like, a titch more Vulcan about this. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and uh, Dean and Sam get called back to the roadhouse, and Ellen is like, I know what you guys have been up to... Uh, we need to have a conversation about this now. We need to figure out how many psychic kids are going around and, you know, possibly being extremely dangerous or not. And Dean's like, okay, well, we know they, you know, around on their six month birthday, um, there's a fire in their homes that killed, usually killed the mom. And Sam's like, actually, that wasn't the case with Ansem. There doesn't always have to be a fire. Yeah. And Ellen's like, so we have no way of knowing. Nope. And then it ends. On an excellent song. Yeah. And uh, that's that That's that episode. So, first of all, I want to put out there, if you're going to name your child Ansem, you're just signing that child up for a life of evil. Oh, you might as like, well be like, and you will be a dictator of a small country. 100% of people named Ansem have tried to claim the power of Kingdom Hearts. That's all I'm saying. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there's a certain list of names... That I'm not saying you shouldn't be allowed to name your child these names. I'm just saying you probably shouldn't because they're going to grow up to be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Neil. Chad. Yeah. Also, going back to fucking Gallagher, things I learned from Oasis, you can't trust a Gallagher. I guess so. Things I learned from uh, Shameless, you can't trust a Gallagher. Very true. So... There you go. Um, I loved this episode. I know we said that at the top, but I just wanted to reiterate it. It was, like, just so good. It's fun. It has enough lighthearted moments, and it feels serious enough. Mm -hmm. Like, the stakes are there. Like you said, you can always tell it's a good episode when you don't have many notes. I really didn't, like, take down (laughs) many notes. Um, I really loved... uh, who doesn't enjoy a good evil twin story? Yeah. Like, evil twins are so much fun, and they've been around since the dawn of time. Like, it's, they're so great. Especially a good slip where you don't know he's that close. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, like uh, he's been outside of my bedroom window the whole time. Exactly. And that's kind of like what was going on with this, where yeah. Weber was like super into being friends with Andy, and Andy was like, oh, that Weber dude's kind of weird. Yeah. Um,. Which, like, I liked the line where Andy Andy is uh, trying to talk Ansem down from killing everybody. Mm-hmm. And Andy's like, hey, man, if you find out you have a secret twin brother, you fucking give me a call, okay? Yeah. You don't just show up and get all murdered 911. <laughs> like, that's not what you do. Yeah. Oh, um, other great, hilarious moments in this episode. 
mostly they were me being hilarious reacting to the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the part in the beginning when Dean's trying to convince Sam that he's not a killer. Yeah. And he, Sam's like, I am a killer. I kill things all the time. That is literally my job. And Dean's <laughs> like, yeah, but those things we're asking for. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Let's see if that holds up in a court of law. Like, cool motive, bro. Still murder. Yeah. Like, thanks, Brooklyn um, Nine-Nine. All right. I really did think it was sweet when Andy was like, I've never used my powers on Tracy before. Yeah. Because you kind of, when we first meet Andy in the episode, we kind of get, they kind of frame him up to be this kind of like... Douchebag. S- douchebag sleazeball who's figured out that he can live off the grid with his psychic powers by giving getting people to just give him stuff. Right. Because when we see him, he's like leaving the leaving the apartment of a buxom woman and taking somebody's coffee out of their hand and just walking down the street. And uh and he just like lives his life free and does whatever he wants. He does have a good like exchange with Sam because he's like your life could be so much better, but he's like I've got exactly what I need. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool and it yeah. showed like out of all the his the him knowing that he has these crazy powers hasn't made him insane. Yeah. It's nice to see a character who's like Yeah, I've got these superpowers and it's actually kinda cool, man. Sorry like, you got the murder vision powers. That must fucking suck. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a fun That was a fun <laughs> yeah, exchange. You're like, yeah. God, death visions? That blows. And then we have a situation <laughs> where the plot thickens because Sam is immune to Andy's powers. Yeah. So, that's kind of like a like Christmas morning where like one brother gets uh, one by the Beatles and the other brother gets the wall by Pink Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... uh I also liked, uh, I just liked Andy in general. He, yeah. he turned okay. out to be cool. I was a little uncomfortable in the beginning because he walks out of that bus, back some woman's apartment and I was immediately like, oh, rapist. Andy's a rapist. Yeah. Because he whammied that woman to having sex with him. That is under false pretenses. That is a no, no, no. Uh, but in 2005, everybody was chill with that. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. It feels like something that's like. A very upsetting joke. You know how, like nowadays, everybody's like, "Oh, Zach Morris, which a huge dick." Yeah. This is this is what I feel like. Like at the time when I watched it, I was like hilarious, and now I'm like, mm, not good. But yeah. overall, I I enjoyed Andy. Yeah, and like I said, I thought it was sweet where he was like, oh, "I've never used my powers on Tracy," which means he never like. He, forced her he, to do anything he, she didn't want to. Yeah, the relationship was real. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely something that, like, I had a question about when Tracy was like, I miss you. I was like, yeah, oh, see, that's, Andy is whammied his ex-girlfriend, but... I, I think it was supposed to be framed that way. I agree. Until we got to the conflict with the, with the Weber. That yeah. being said, Ansem was very Oh, he was very like, ooh... I take all the gu- I take all the girls here, and they like it. Well, they like it because I like it. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. yeah, there was this moment where like she, he okay again again. If you want to survive supernatural and you're a woman, don't wear anything white. Yeah. Not even white underwear. All right, <laughs> not even a white slip. Because Ansem is like, oh, take off your dress, and she's got a fucking white slip underneath, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's the fucking color of death in this show yeah it's white women in white slips first episode first episode uh fucking uh candace or the woman in white wore white well yeah. i mean she had to but you know what i'm that saying that is true 
Where is the word goddamn white? <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Ansem's like, take it off slower. And literally all three of us were like, oh, uh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down slower. Jeers and booze. Yeah. Jeers and booze from uh, the Bina Gallery. Yeah. That's pretty much all I, I have to say about this episode. Um, I have more thoughts and stuff. Oh, yeah? What you get? Um, we kind of see Joe in the beginning. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit, because we get some Let's more stuff revealed about, about Ellen and Joe, and I kind of want to talk about that. Oh, and when, and uh, Ash. When y'all were singing Aria together in unison. Uh, when all three of us were singing Aria together in unison. Don't, <laughs> don't deny this. I, I don't deny it. Don't deny this feeling anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's as much as we can say. Uh, yeah, there's some like light banter between Joe and Dean. So, yeah, you know, that that's gearing fun. up to be like a cutie, flirty Yeah, it was, it was kind of fun seeing like... Because when we first saw Joe and Dean, it was like Dean kind of flirting with Joe. Yeah. And now we're seeing Joe kind of flirt with Dean. Yeah. And Dean was like... Uh, let's, let's like, uh, kind of get on the download with this because your mom is scary. Yeah, he, <laughs> your mom is hilarious. Your mom will beat me up if she's I got a you. gun pointed at me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah with her mind. Yeah. Um, there is this uh, great moment where, like, uh, we kind of see Joe's like ready to fly the nest. Yeah. Like she's ready to get out and get out and do some. Hugs. She is kind of like, oh, well, it's got yeah. to do bar stuff. I can help you. I can help you figure out what's going on. What you? Because Dean and Sam go to get Ash to like, yeah, triangulate where this new vision is. Yeah, and they were like, we need Ash, and she was like, oh, but what if I can help? I can also help you guys hunt. I want to give you. A and then apparently she's like a dead ringer of a shot because of the she was hustling everyone on that fucking hunting game. Yeah. Not that you know shooting a plastic hunting infrared gun is the same as shooting a real gun, but she's probably also very good at shooting a real gun. She's got yeah. skills. Yeah. She's got a skills. I kind of want to give you a small hint about Joe and Joe about her about her dad. Uh, you remember the episode of Cowboy Bebop Heavy Metal Queen? Yeah, is it like that? It's very similar. Oh, so, oh wait, there's no prairie oysters. Damn. Also, I have to say, I'm actually uh, the heavy metal queen in that episode. Uh-huh. Kind of reminds me of Ellen. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's such a good episode. Go watch Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> Tips from please, Sleepy Ari. Do that. Yeah. yeah Go just watch. Like, that's going on Facebook. Tip oh, from Sleepy so Ari. Go watch Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that's what you need to do right now. Um, the only episodes you need to watch: Mushroom Samba, Mushroom Samba, oh, and Mushroom great. Samba. That's you need to watch I'm all kidding. of it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. From beginning to end, yeah. all of it is great. Stray Dog Struts, uh, Brain Scratch, Battle of the Fallen Angels, Toys in the Attic. Toys in the Attic's a good one. Yeah. Toys in the Attic is great. Um, there's also the Black Dog. Is that the name of the episode about Jets past? I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. There's also Jupiter... Um, Jupiter Jazz. Jupiter Jazz. Jupiter Parts Jazz one and two. is a good one. Yes, the, the series, the finale is really great. The two-parter finale is excellent yeah. as well. The movie is fan-fucking-tastic, too. Yeah, the movie is yeah, good. The movie the is basically an hour-and-a-half-long episode. Yeah. Anyways, enough about Cowboy Bebop. Um, <laughs> we gushed Slowly turning Hey Ass Button to an anime podcast. One... 
day at a time. <laughs> I really love Ellen in this, especially. There's this little look she gives Dean when Dean's like, yeah, I'm afraid your mom's going to fucking kill me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, only, the only moment where I was like, ugh, in the entire all of her interactions, which she has this line that's a look. look it wasn't perfect. Supernatural is not like Supernatural's dialogue is so unique. It's not. Uh, it's not high literature. Yeah, right? like <laughs> it's not. Nobody's winning any fucking Emmys over here, right? Yeah, and 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 some of it is like crazily, crazy wonderful in the best way, mm-hmm. right? Like <laughs> this moment at the end when uh, Sam. Sam is like, Dean, I know you're afraid. Like, I know you're a little scared of what's happening. And Dean's like, Bop, that was a... Oh, yeah. Uh, I got that, whammy. Um... That was my control. Doesn't count. Yeah. Call him, do over. Do over. <laughs> do over. And Sam's like, what the... F- you can't do that. And Dean's like, yep, yeah, well, I can. <laughs> Calling it. Do yeah, over. That that was fun. So, like, that, the moments like that, it's like, yeah, the dialogue is, like, not the best, but it's, like, just weird enough to stay interesting. It's very... It's got that genuine feel to it's it. It's got a kinetic sort of uh-huh. way to it. And then... But then... And then Ellen... So, <laughs> Dean and Sam are like, we can't tell you about the demon business because, you know, it's family business. And Ellen says, this isn't just your war this is war. Yeah. And immediately after she said that line, the three of us in a round <laughs> just found better ways to say that. Better line. ways to say it. I was like, this is war. Just this is war. Yeah. You had one, Travis. What was yours? Like, uh, this isn't just your war, it's our war. Yeah. What about Something you? big is on the way. Mine was, uh, this isn't just your battle, it's our war. Yeah. yeah it's just like. War. War never changes. War. <laughs> what is it good for? Yeah, like right, anything. Anything would be better than that. Yeah. Um, it just, uh, it was just like a little clumsy. Yeah. So like sometimes that happens. It definitely uh, happened a couple times last season where we were oh, like, yeah. oh, this line is some not very good. <laughs> I'd rather it be like crazy, like just beyond terrible. Like shag ass. Shag ass. Or like in the last episode when Dean was like, you can't bring your daughter back from the dead. Haven't you seen Pet Cemetery? Yeah. Like, <laughs> not a very good line. What goes in the ground should stay in the ground. Fine, I guess, you know. So, um, so yeah, I really like that. I really love Ellen. Do you want to talk about Ash's monster dong? Yeah, so Ash. <laughs> My when, personal headcanon right. is that Ash is carrying, like, a soft aid. Yeah, probably. No, he's just got a third leg. So it's like, it's, it's just a kickstand. When he's we, like five six. When we see Ash, he's like holed up in his room, and it's, uh, there's a sign on his door that says "Doctor Badass." The doc, like the Doctor Badass, is in or with something the, with like, like that. With like the little sign that can flip over from in and out. Yeah, and so <laughs> Sam is at the door, and he's like, "Ash, Ash, Ash." Ash, that makes it sound like he's masturbating. He's like, Ash, 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 Ash. And then, and then uh, Dean walks up and he's like, a Dr. Badass. And so immediately <laughs> Ash opens the door. With like a fucking strobe light. Yeah, there's like the a background. strobe light in the background. And then yeah, he's like. Yeah, it's what like, I imagine Travis has going on in his room when he has the door shut. <laughs> 
<laughs> I imagine if I just knock on the door and I'm like, excuse me, Dr. Facilier. <laughs> you would open the door and be like, yeah, what's up? There's a strobe light. You wouldn't say anything, but you have like a pair of sunglasses on. Yeah. I'd hear cheering from inside your room and be like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> Can I come in? Uh, no, so... There's just an entire soccer game happening. Except you wouldn't go. Okay. Except you wouldn't say anything. I would just get from your looks that I'm not allowed to come in. Uh, But so Ash is at the door and he like cracks it open about six inches, so you can see that he's pretty much naked. Oh, he is. And he like you see him like from the waist. Yeah, he's like completely naked, and he's like, "What do you guys want? What are you guys doing?" He's like, like, "Oh, I'll help you out." He's like, yeah, you should put on some pants first. So he's like, obviously he's naked. And we were all just like, what if he's got like a Willem Dafoe monster cock? Ben said, do y'all think his dick is inside or outside the door? And I was like, oh, outside. Absolutely outside. He's got a huge dick. That freak yeah. flag is flying. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. strong. It's going well. Do you think this, because of the strobe lights and stuff, do you think it was like full mast? I think he was. You think wait, strobe lights give you erections? Well, no. People get turned on by weird shit. I mean, but I, I accept think, that. But I think he was like man. having a kinky time with his strobe light, oh. and he probably get interrupted. So and, like, some sensory deprivation shit. See, yeah. I think Ash is a man that's comfortable with his body and just enjoys being naked sometimes. Probably. He yeah. only put on those pants because uh, Dean and Sam were uncomfortable. Dean. If Dean and Sam had gotten over their body issues, <laughs> he would have been fine with them. That's true. So here's the thing. You stay naked the whole time. You don't just spring a dick on somebody. Also true. I mean, I agree. Especially if you have a Willem Dafoe monster cock. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's like... One that's the size of this goddamn jar of yeah. pork rinds. If, if, <laughs> if your dick can generously cock. be... Des- if your dick can, uh, you know, underwhelmingly be described as two uh, large cans of tomatoes stacked on top of each other... <laughs> You don't just surprise people with that. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. you gotta keep that locked yeah, away somewhere. You gotta so ease it in. We're <laughs> describing... Nightmare Dicks. <laughs> Which is like incidentally you... the name of my first album. <laughs> we are if, describing Nightmare Dicks. If you look like you could satisfy a hippopotamus. Ah, uh, no. Oh, you God. made it weird, Ben. Uh, you made it yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, ben I, made it weird. I took it too far. You Monster did. cocks. Willem Dafoe cock. <laughs> soft date. None of that was too far. It wasn't. But yeah, bestiality is too far for this anime podcast. It was. Whoa, what are you trying to say about anime? <laughs> We're not yeah. an anime podcast yet. We're yeah. like a third of the way there. Yeah, you're Probably. aiming for anime. I'm aiming for hentai. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got weird. Yeah, we did. We can have a conversation about hentai one day. We're not going to. Yeah, no, nope, not on the show. <laughs> not on the air. Oh, no, off the air. Yeah. Or maybe for our Patreon listeners. Aha, yeah. uh-huh. we don't have a Patreon page. You can, not yet. <laughs> you can feel free to cut from uh, Satisfy up until this point if you want. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I really did not write down any notes. I'm like, God, I've said all of these. And normally I have notes left over. Well, you are on like the 40-hour mark. <laughs> Fair enough. I like literally... Uh, for the season finale of last season, mm-hmm. I was looking back at those notes the other day, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't say a diddly damn thing of these." Yeah, and there was some funny stuff in there, but um, uh, but I really did like the like, and I liked the season finale too. I just was I had more to say, but yeah, um, I really did like this episode, and I yeah. like that the plot thickens. Like, it does in a way that I feel is very yeah. organic. Oh yeah, because it's like oh, you know, obviously more people are starting to 
be affected by the yellow-eyed demon. Right, right. So we're on... <coughs> yeah, the, the the mystery... Yeah, we're on this, like, hunt. Yeah. It's a, it's like a, a time time clock now. What does yellow-eyes want? Are all of these powers, like, terrible boo-boo powers? Mm-hmm. Or are some of them fine? Looking back to where you've seen the season... Terrible boo-boo powers. <laughs> I'm very tired. I'm, I'm falling asleep right now. Oh my god! Looking back to where you've seen the season go so far, uh huh. Would you say the clown episode was worth it? Um, because yeah. of the, the forced exposition, like the lackluster monster. The, the clown episode. It was a means to an end. It was a means to an end. It should have been framed differently. Fucking A. The clown episode could have been its own weird thing mm-hmm. without the forced exposition. And maybe it should have been, because Scary Clowns is definitely something that Supernatural could explore. Yeah. It did. I Okay, let's, let's let this be the last time we talk about the clown episode until the season finale. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I want to get past enough. it. But here's the thing. Yeah. The clown episode should have been its own episode. The second episode should have been introductions to Ellen, if that's what you're going to do. Yeah. And then have a mystery centered around Ellen. Have Ellen be part of the plot. Yeah. Instead of just exposition or a device. Mm-hmm. Like... Have her be part of this, the, the story, a character who does something, so we find out more about her. It doesn't have to be too much. We can still be unsure of her motives or whatever. You know, I had forgotten how little Bobby has to do with the show. This early? Yeah. Yeah, it, in later seasons, we won't go an episode without seeing Bobby. Oh, wow. For a while. Yeah, maybe like every once in a while there won't be Bobby in an episode. And even then, even in the episodes he doesn't feature heavily in, he'll still be like mentioned or we'll get like a phone call phone call or something. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting to see mm. them. Although I will say this, one of the things I complained about last season was a lack of women and we're getting into the women like Ellen and Met, uh, uh, well, okay, spoiler alert, Met comes back. Um, I already knew that. Yeah. Ellen and uh, Joe Joe are really awesome. I enjoy them a lot. I can tell that they're awesome. Yeah, they're the bee's knees. Cool. Potatoes. So, um, what do you think is going to happen next? What do I think is going to happen next? Yeah, are you slowly getting things revealed to you? Seriously, so, what do you think is going to happen? Okay. <laughs> Not a joke. Um, so, obviously, we're kind of on the trail of the Yellow Eyes monster, uh-huh. but now the trail has been even more obscured because it's obvious that even though some people were affected by fires and their moms dying, mm-hmm. not that hasn't happened to every single one. But do we know if that is just a flub because they were twins, or is there truly no pattern? That, and the pattern has been broken, and there's no way to track him. I think at this point, it's not really a spoiler to say that if Mary Winchester had not gone into that mercery that night, mm-hmm. she would not be dead. Okay. So it's situational deaths. Yes. If, the, if somebody enters the nursery and figures out what's up, I think they get killed. I might okay. be wrong. I might be misremembering so, this. What do you think, Ben? If somebody... So it's when it's, it's when the demon gets interrupted. Yes. Is when the death happens. Yeah, and the fire. Okay. I think it's very much that that it's situational. Yeah. So Ansem's parents didn't interrupt him. Um or didn't interrupt the demon. Yeah. And Andy's did. 
Okay. But, I mean, it's still, like, up in the air whether or not he killed them or not. He probably did. Ansem? The demon? No, Ansem. Oh, An- Ansem killed, killed his, his parents. Oh, that, parents, yeah, yeah, that's uh, believable. But the point is is that the mom didn't die in a fire when Ansem was six months old. Yeah, right. because he killed her by setting her on fire by using her. Well, no, the adoptive mom. No, 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 no mom. the adoptive mom. Because Andy's adoptive mom died. Oh, because he didn't know he was adopted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or he did know, but he didn't feel the need to mention it. Also, can I say that scene uh, of the lady like pouring gas all over herself? Oh. This is exactly what happens when we let people in Portland pump their own gas. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, Portland. That's all I could think about um, that whole time that was happening. Oh, really? All I could think about was, wow, this is a horrific way to die. And I hope if I ever get mind controlled and under my own death, it is more peaceful than this. Yeah, that's true. Ansem is one sick motherfucker. To yeah, his name into... is Ansem. Yeah, but I mean, look. <laughs> okay, let's say I'm a murderous mind controller. Uh-huh. Which, as far as you know, I'm not. All yes. right. If I'm going to order people to die, I'm going to do it humanely. Yeah, I guess so. Because I'm not a colossal dick. How would you do it? Okay, so presumably I can mind control them? Yeah. Force them to take a bunch of pills or something. Something that lets them, you know, fall asleep peacefully. Force them to break into a hospital and inject themselves with, like, you know, the drugs that we use for, 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 uh... Executions? Euthanasia or executions or whatever. You know, something, something that I would consider, like, harmless. Or even, fuck, I mean, a a gun to the brain. Because, like, at least that's quick. You could also make them just stop breathing. Yeah, that's true. I could order them to stop breathing or something. Make them go hmm. to sleep and stop breathing. Yeah, make them go to sleep and never wake up. Anything other than have my victim be set on fire by herself. That's terrifying. That think... was a little nuts. And very painful. Do you think if you had mind control mind control powers, you could force someone to have a brain aneurysm? Um, I, I think that's a little too much. It has to be. I think with mind control powers, that is interesting to think about. Yeah. And I think it is interesting to think, like, could I force somebody to stop breathing? Mm. But I do think it has to be within the ability of the person to do. Like, you couldn't force somebody to fly. Yeah. Right? And, like, you can't... I I think, like... Like, an aneurysm is a naturally occurring thing. Yeah, but you can't force an aneurysm on yourself. I I think you would need to be telekinetic to do that. Okay. Yeah. to be able to, like, reach into somebody's heart telekinetically and, like, stop their heart. Or, you know, make their blood clot or something like that. Yeah. Right, right, right. You, you that could, that would be a telekinetic could, power. I think you could do if you were strong enough, yeah. you know. But a, I think a mind control Second. power, it is it is controlling actions rather than... Intent sometimes. Yeah. Although apparently you can force somebody to, cold, to you know, calm down. Yeah. Like, like, you cannot think your way into an aneurysm. Mm. Well, as far as I know. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a doctor. But... I don't know. No, no, I don't know. Like ways. you don't think about an aneurysm so hard that you have an aneurysm, right? Or like you can't force an aneurysm on somebody. Like I mean, I guess you can have a stress aneurysm. I don't. Yeah. How do aneurysms happen? I just thought I they were know. random. Hey Siri. <laughs> no, sorry, I don't care that much. But I'm gonna go. Um, but like, uh, yeah. So that is interesting, and I do like the idea of like, could I order somebody to sleep forever if I have mind control powers? I don't know. Maybe. Depending on the right. Uh... Intellectual proper uh, intellectual properties universe. I believe you could. Oh, very interesting. Hmm. Um, so like you know, obviously Andy was just kind of dicking around, like getting for coffees and stuff. But yeah, not really... getting rid of his debt. Yeah, getting rid of his debt, stuff like that. But 
See, that would have been a smart move. It's like tricking the people that you won the lottery or something. I take issue with the fact that everybody seems to think that Andy's a goddamn genius because he reads some cunt. All right? Look. Yeah. Everybody's read some cunt. You're not that goddamn special. I don't think they were inferring that he was a genius or anything. I just think he may have been, he gotten, may have gotten bored with his current lifestyle and he wanted to challenge himself some. That is kind of Ansem a genius says thing he's to a do. Genius. Yeah. Well, that's Ansem. That's him trying to talk up Andy yeah, because that's, that's he wants true. to be his friend. Yeah. That's Ansem, my tongue is so far up my brother's asshole. I'm digging for fucking corn. Ben made it weird. I'm ben gonna, made it weird again. <laughs> I'm sleepy and got a fever. I'm going to make shit weird. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry you're sick, Benjamin. It's fine. And you came and you did this anyways. You're committed. Uh, well, I figured, well, we're not going to get into that. But, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but thank you. We would have annoyed you about it until you came. Yeah. Pretty much. We That's would have what, been like, fuck you. I was like, I didn't call out yesterday. I'm not going to call it today. I may call out tomorrow. But... Uh, <laughs> Okay, then let's go ahead and talk about... Evil Twins? Evil Twins! Yeah! Yeah, I didn't want to do mind control because um, I didn't want to do mind control. Yeah. I want to do Evil Twins. Yeah. Evil Twins sounds way more interesting than Evil Twins are cool as shit. And I have to say, from this research I did, I'm very surprised by some of it. Yeah. Uh, For example... Our old friend, the religion Zoroastrianism, comes back into play again. No way. Yahweh. Uh, evil twins have been around for a very, very long time in a lot of myth. Yeah. Particularly when you're dealing with duality, like Zoroastrianism does, mm-hmm. and, you know, the nature of good versus evil. All right, so I'm very disappointed in both of us, Travis. Why? We watched an episode about evil twins. Neither one of us made a goddamn Metal Gear Solid reference. Oh, God. That fucking sucks. Okay, hold on. I have to talk about my Metal Gear Solid story. (laughs) (laughs) So you know how I have not known what Metal Gear Solid is? Yes. I want you to find out about it. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) So I started watching Travis play Metal Gear Solid 5. She watched me play the intro. The intro, yeah. yeah. And I suggested that... Travis gets to choose a name for his character, right? Who's Big Boss. Uh-huh. I suggested that he change the name to Choke Me Clone Daddy. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Because <sighs> it turned out to be a perfect name. Yeah. Because Big Boss is a clone daddy, which I already knew before the start of the game. Yes. But then in that opening scene, he gets choked by that woman yep. until this other guy comes and saves him. And I am telling you, it would have been perfect. Choke Me Clone Daddy is a perfect name. And then he chokes her back, I think, a little bit. And Travis decided to go with something stupid. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like, I'm a dumb face. I really can't I can't wait. remember what I named him either. Choke I... Me Clone Daddy is his name now. I hope to fuck y'all beat this game. I'm not gonna beat that. Oh, I immediately stopped watching. Yeah. After he didn't name the character Choke Me Clone Daddy. No, you watched a little bit. I watched more than that. No, that game actually makes me really motion sick, so I can only play like 30 minutes of it at a time. If I play, can I name the character Choke Me Clone Daddy? I guess so. Yay! I just got my my new hard drives at my parents' house, so I can go get it. Yes. Do you want me to explain explain the, uh, the idea behind the Metal Gear Solid reference? No. Fair enough. I mean, it's good, and you'll appreciate it. Anyway. All right, tell me about it. All right, so in Metal Gear Solid 1, you play as Solid Snake. Right, right, right. And you meet Liquid Snake, who's your evil twin. Exactly. Ah, I did see I knew the thing. Mm. <laughs> All right, 
So the idea, you know, the idea between like RNA and like DNA, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So because Solid Snake and Liquid Snake are brothers, twin brothers, the idea was that they had to make one of them so they could make the other one. Yeah. So one of them is all of Big Boss's DNA. The other one is all the exact opposite <clears throat> shit. All of like the. Uh, the recessive genes and not all the dominant genes. Yeah, I think I told you that too. I don't remember. So, but, like, if Solid Snake is like super big and buff and has brown eyes, and Liquid Snake is like made of liquid, he's like sleek and skinny and has blue eyes. Oh, okay, I see. The idea <clears throat> is throughout the entire game, you don't know which is which. Yeah. Oh, they look alike. They do look alike. They kind of have the same face. But they, as you play, you don't know if you're playing as the dominant gene or the recessive gene. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. Liquid thinks he is to make you think that you are not. Uh-huh. And even at the end of the goddamn game, it still leaves you fucking questioning which is which. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's such a beautiful mindfuck. Yeah, it wasn't until we actually like saw Big Boss yeah. that we knew. It's more like It's more like mind romance, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, back to my thing about evil twins which <laughs> very nice example of evil twins in pop media a section we will be getting to later in this little yeah. mini lecture I have so in Zoroastrianism they have Ahura Mazda who I mentioned back in episode <laughs> uh, the episode name was Shadow go check it out um, and Travis will have the episode name Nope. that's our episode <laughs> To put in the show notes. Oh, well, oh, if you just want our episode name. Yeah, our episode name. I already know the episode in Supernatural. Do you know the number? Uh, it's like 15, 16, something. Um, we'll get it later. It's not yeah. a big deal. Um, yeah, I have no clue. We'll figure it out. But, uh, and then you've got Angra Manu, who's bad. And there's sort of this idea that Ahura Mazda is going to fight. Angra Manu uh -huh. and you know win in the end and 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 save the world and kiss the girl and all that jazz and then in Southern Mali you have um, actually a different story using fraternal twins which I thought was appropriate for this episode since, since they Andy don't look and uh, yeah Ansem are definitely not identical which is probably more due to casting decisions than anything else probably um, but uh, Mangala is the creator of the world he tries to create the world once he fails so he decides to use fraternal twins. Uh, four fraternal twins to create the world in a cosmic egg. Uh, one of the boy twins, Pemba, uh, gets bored of living in the cosmic egg, so he decides to escape, and doing so betrays everybody else. So Mangala has to kill the good twin to atone for Pemba's sin. Oh. Uh, the good twin is named Pharaoh, and that sort of like seeds the earth. Interesting. Where did um, the name Dr. Mangala from? Dr. Mangala, the... Um... The fucking German scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Not the same. <laughs> not the same. Well, I know, but it, it's, uh, it's Andrew Sanford. Yeah. Like, I can't play The that. Angel of Death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. 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 You yeah. also, um, well, that line's from the Baha of the Gita. I am become destroyer of worlds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, anyways. Uh, you also see sort of a like evil twin idea in Beowulf, where yeah. the monsters are the evil projections of the heroes. Mm -hmm. It's like Thor and Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in comic books. Still. 
I would say more than the myth. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's more of a comic book thing. Um, and then you also have that in uh, Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah, uh, written by Alexander Demu, Damas. Yeah. Um, who, uh, you know, there's of course the evil twin who's King Louis, and King Louis has another twin, um, played by Baby Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're both played by Baby Leonardo DiCaprio, and um, who's been stuck in an iron mask because he looks exactly like the Queen. And they're afraid, or the King, and they're afraid there's going to be air issues. And then the three Musketeers uh, replace evil King Louis with good King Louis, and. You know, the kingdom still gets bankrupted and war still breaks out several yeah. years later. You know. Um it's also the the idea of an mm. evil twin, I mean, you guys have seen it everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere from pulp novels to comic books to the great dictator. Uh and of course fucking soap operas. Yeah. yeah. Just everywhere oh in a goddamn God. soap opera. I mean, you slap a goatee on an actor, you got a whole new goddamn character, and guess what? Yeah. He's evil and twin. Yeah. You also see that in Star Trek in the Mirror Mirror episode. Mm-hmm. Kill your double. Futurama. Um, Actually, you see it a few times in Futurama. Uh-huh. It also kind of goes back to the idea <clears throat> of doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah kill you your know, double. You gotta, you gotta, if you, you gotta meet kill your double, your doppelganger, you gotta get rid of that thing or else something bad's gonna happen. Kill to your you. double. Um, and of course, uh, kill your double. Yes. Doppel, doppel, boiling, I don't know. Uh, have fun there, buddy. Do you, kill your do double. You, do you think that's where the, uh, <laughs> the idea that if you time travel, you can't see yourself because you would have to kill yourself or something? Yeah. Well, that, that was one of the Futurama episodes. Where it two two of the same person can't exist in the timeline because one of those people are doomed. Yeah. So that so nature will automatically correct itself by killing one of the two. Mm-hmm. I mean that makes sense. Which is actually a very sweet episode. Yeah. Like that's one of those Futurama episodes that'll make you cry. Is which which one? Uh... The one with um. Where, the one where fries his own grandpa? No, no, God, no. Okay. Uh, the one. That's a good episode, though. The one where it's Fry trying to court Leela, and then this other like bald guy. Yeah, no, that's the, uh, Laura, the beast uh, with a billion backs. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. that's one of the movies. Yeah, that's one. Of yeah. The movies. Oh God. Well, yeah. That's one of the seasons that got, or the, one of the movies that got turned into a season. Uh huh. So good. Um. Yeah. So evil twins are all over the goddamn place. Mm-hmm. They're Kill ruining America, uh, and we need to stop it as we. As soon as we can, uh, but uh, Ron Funches actually has a really good bit. <laughs> it always comes back to Ron Funches. Uh, I can't remember what the context of the line, but it's like, um, like doing something and being really surprised, like seeing identical twins when you were not expecting to see identical twins. It's <laughs> like that Coors Light commercial. Yeah. Hey, always and keep in mind. You might be the evil twin. You never know. Oh, God. What if you meet your twin and they're so much nicer than you are? I mean, you're probably the evil twin. Wow. Rude. <laughs> Travis. Now, if anyone here is the evil twin. I know twin, I'm not the evil twin because I've killed my double. Oh, wait. That would make you the evil twin. Yeah, you're a Travis. murderer. Yeah. No. They were the needs of the many, Ari. <laughs> No, that works many. in that situation because his evil twin was about to kill two people. Yeah, and then you know, presumably a third after he was done with them. What was your twin going to do? I don't know, but probably you hand to, us the right goddamn thing. You have probably. to kill your double. Yeah, okay, <laughs> seems flimsy at best. Yeah, I think we shot the wrong clone. Hmm. 
Should have let the other one live. If you don't know what you're talking about, go back to listen. Go back and listen to episode ten of season one. Yeah, (laughs) have a fun time with that. And you can skip to about the middle. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you'll hear a sweet guitar riff. Then it starts. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's all I got. Yeah, this episode I loved it. It was good. I hated it. I wanted to marry it. Okay. No, I I just really liked it. Um, next week. Next the episode week. is called No Exit. No Exit. I did not remember for a minute, so I pulled that out of thin air. Travis. No Exit. What's it about? Sam and Dean go to an apartment building. Mm. And there are two women there. They're blonde. Mm-hmm. And um, both Sam and Dean, as a single entity, decide... That they want to try to, they want to court either one or the other women, and they can't figure out which one. So they use a very complex number of puzzles to <laughs> to determine the personalities of the women and <laughs> see which ones they want to be with. Both of the women's names are Catherine, by the way. Uh, <laughs> One spelled with a C and one spelled with a K. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I didn't... Oh, God damn it. I knew it was something. I feel like such a goddamn sheep. I'm officially not in this anymore, but is this what I think it is? Yeah, it's Catherine. <laughs> it's a video yeah, game Yeah, it is Catherine. Catherine. No, I know what you're talking <sighs> about. Yeah. I watch anime. I was kind of hoping you were going to do a cube thing. Nah. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. But the so. Next, the next time it's called No Exit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's going to fucking happen. No, probably not. <laughs> Maybe you'll do it right before we go review the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, um, I've been Travis. I've been Ben. Ari is asleep right now. Ah, well, there she is. Uh, if you like this episode, if you like to hear us talk, you can follow us on Twitter at Habcast, on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Um, you can find the podcast on iTunes. You're probably listening to that right now, also on Spotify and all that. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Um, like, comment, and subscribe to YouTubers. Do, do, they, do they say that? They Smash that motherfucking like button. Smash that like button. Uh, Go ham on that son of a that, bitch. That reference is like three years old by the time this episode comes out. Smash that like button, you bitch. But, um, yeah. Uh, we'll see you
<laughs> Hang on, there's a cat event happening. <laughs> Y'all's pussies are going crazy. There's like a boxing match happening. Yeah, literally in a box. In a box. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we need to be get an invitation to go over and see what's happening. You don't have tickets. We don't. Yeah. Even Steven doesn't have tickets. You know, Steven's not allowed. Oh, this is girlfriend to girlfriend. It is. Oh, Ryan. Holly, are you fucking in there? Yeah, y'all be Holly. fucking. To quote right in front of anyway. my salad. 